You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we will have a quick devotional. Hey guys, Pastor Eric back with you here. On Tuesday during our devotion, I made a little um, confession that sometimes I can procrastinate. Today, I'm going to confess that not only can I procrastinate, but I also have sinned. I'm a sinner. The Bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I'm just going to start with that, that we're all sinners. But how do we navigate? How do we be friends of sinners when we are sinners ourselves? How do we bring truth and light when sometimes there's darkness within us without looking like a hateful bigot or whatever else the word might be that the world might throw out to kind of negate the truth or the light? That's hard. It's very hard. It's something I pray about often, and that's a great place to start, is to stop and to pray and ask God to give you wisdom and give you guidance. But even when I do that, it still makes me feel a little bit like that Steve Carell meme where he's like, that's kind of how it makes me feel when I have to do that to people I know and people I love, um, but God tells me to speak. But I don't want to speak on my own behalf. I want to speak within his will. So there's a few ways that I do that. Paul tells us that our conversation should be full of grace, but seasoned with salt. And that salt is the truth. So how do we do that? Casting Crowns had a song that said, Jesus, friends, a friend of sinners, that said, if we put down the signs and cross over the lines and love like he did, talking about some of the, the kind of angry, hateful picketing we see in the name of Christ. Um, in Taylor Swift's video, she highlights some of those Christians with their signs. And um, the world doesn't quite understand what's going on there when we lead with that hate. So where's the balance in that? That's what we're going to look at today. In John, um, there's a story of the teachers and like the scribes and Pharisees. They bring a woman caught in adultery before Jesus to kind of trap him. So let's read that story. It says, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left, with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. Jesus declared, go now and leave your life of sin. So they were trying to trap him in doing something that he shouldn't be allowed to do according to their religious traditions. But he relied on his father and he relied on truth and love to change her situation. So let's look at what Jesus did. He stopped. He paused. He didn't immediately speak. He was writing in the ground. I don't know what he was writing. It doesn't say what he was writing, but he wasn't just speaking. He was being thoughtful. So that's what we should do. We should be quiet first and be thoughtful, and we should pray. And when we respond, we should do it in love. But we should also do it, like Paul said, with salt, with truth. And he left her with, go and sin no more. Because sin is deadly serious. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. For each sin, even though that in God's eyes they're the same, they have different consequences. And we need to know those consequences. And not everyone will accept that word of truth. And we're not responsible for that. People will either accept and follow Jesus, or they will be like these very same people 
when he preached to them, when he spoke to them, they had him crucified for that truth. And we can expect the world to act in either one of those two ways. As a father of three, sometimes I have to make that balance, right? I've got a three-year-old, I've got a seven-year-old, I've got a nine-year-old. I live by the river, there's a pond, there's a stove, um, all these things we have in and around our houses that could hurt our kids. How much would I have to hate my kid to say, yeah, my kid wants to go outside by themselves and go try to swim for the first time. I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I'll just let them. As a father, I have to tell them no. I have to tell them that might cause them pain. If they touch that stove, I might have to stop their hand from touching that stove and explain to them that that's off limits. That's like sin, because if, if my child would burn their hand badly, there could be a lasting scar. And that's what sin does. It leaves lasting scars in our hearts and in our lives and in our marriages and in our finances. And God wants us to protect us from those. Because he is a God of love, like his word says, God is love. He also has rules. He also has wrath. He also has consequences. When our hearts are saved and aligned with God's love, there should be evidence of that. There's two scriptures I think of that present that. 2 Corinthians 5.17 say, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 1 John 3.9 and 10 says, No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning, because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is the one who does not love his brother. To my takeaway, my answer is we have to be both. We have to be righteous. We have to be loving. We have to present truth. But we have to rely on the Holy Spirit, the helper that is sent in, into us and with us to make those decisions, to bring forth that love, because we can't do it on our own. It's not in us. It's not in our power. It says the same power that conquered the grave is in us, so it has to be his power to be effective and to be loving and to bring change. If you have any questions about this, I don't have all the answers, but I know the Holy Spirit does. There's many, many, many more scriptures on the same topic. I would love to talk to you about that. You can send us a message directly on our Facebook and um, it's okay to ask questions. I have questions, but he has answers. Remember, God loves you. When we forget that, we miss out on worship. God loves you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. 